Thank you so much for tuning in to the Scouting Around podcast. We broadcast every week from 96.5 Inner FM. We love hearing from our audience, so make sure you text us whilst we're live. Once again, thanks for following the podcast, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Oh, it's another beautiful Sunday here in Heidelberg where we're broadcasting from. But we're reaching all parts of the country today here on Scouting Around on 96.5 Inner FM. I'm Lawrence. I'm also here with Tori sitting across from me. Hi, everyone. (laughs) It's good to have you in the studio. And it's good to have also some special guests on Zoom. We've got Olivia, Theodore and Aurora. How are you going? going great. That's awesome. Good to hear. Um, There are very special guests coming live on Zoom um, from Southwest Sydney at Ingleburn Scout Group. It's very awesome to have you on air and we're very excited to ask you lots of questions about Scouts and what Joey's is like up in New South Wales. So thank you for coming on air. All right. Well, it's a very exciting program today. As I said, we've got the Joeys. We've also got a little bit on Wear It Purple Day, which is a very exciting upcoming day um, on the 27th of August, so Friday next week. Um, and our friend James has recorded a little bit for that. But uh, let's cross live to Southwest Sydney first and talk to our Joeys. Joeys, how are you doing? We're doing great. That's good. What's been the best part of your morning so far? Are you excited to be on radio? Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm freaking out. Absolutely awesome. Cool. And what's Joey's like up in New South Wales? Is it very different, do you reckon, to what goes on down here in Victoria? It's really fun. Yeah, it must be. There's a lot of cases near to 800. Oh, okay. What do you do at Joey's normally? We usually games. Lots of games. Awesome. Very cool. Have you been on any camps yet? Not really. Not real ones, but I'm going on a real one soon. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you're planning for them because they're going to be very excited when you you can go out and do camps. That'll be great. I've heard you've got a lot of badges as well. And I can see on your shirts you've got a lot of badges. What badges have you got, Olivia? Do you want to tell me about Um, them? I have some like my stage one camping, stage one swimming. I have stage one camp, um, campfire, and stage one compass. I have the recycling, sports, growing life, and it looks like this one is caring for the world. Very um, nice. These two are for when I lead games and. This one, I'm not sure what this one is, but I know what this one was the 10 hour, 10 minutes, no, 10 hour hike. Very nice. You've got a lot of badges on your shirt. Almost more badges than me if I had my shirt on, which is pretty crazy. And this one was from when I brought Fiddle in because I'm the one who made Fiddle coming into Scout, so I earned it badge. Oh, very nice. Bring a friend badge. Theodore, did, did you enjoy coming to Scouts when Olivia brought you along? Yeah? I can see you're nodding your head. Um, it must yeah. must have been a very fun time. What's the best thing about Joey's you've had so far, Theodore? 
the games. The games? What sort of games do you play? Um, there's a game where we, there's cones and the grown-ups have to squirt us with colours. What? That sounds so much fun. I, yeah. I want to do that game. And the kids are running around in a circle. Very cool. <laughs> um, Aurora, how are you going? Good. That's good. What's been your favourite part of Joey's so far? We get to play games like tag. Very nice. Do you lead any games when you're at Joey's? Mm, we play yeah. hide and seek. Very cool, yeah. I heard Olivia, you like to lead games, don't you? Yeah. What's your favourite game to lead? Um, my favourite games to lead is when I just think of games that my friends really like or like I mix up different games together. Very cool. We've also got your leader here. What's her scouting name? Takawara. Takawara. What does Takawara mean? Takawara is a type of Aussie mouse that can fly. An Australian mouse that can fly. Wow. I haven't Not heard of that fly. before. You don't think so? <laughs> Takawara, can you fly? Uh, in my dreams, I Not do fly. fly. <laughs> it can't fly. It can't fly. <laughs> Only if you believe. Well, Joey, so we might go to a quick song. You've had a couple of song requests, and the first one I want to play, because I think it's one of my favourite songs, is Raw by Katy Perry. So thank you so much for being on air. We'll be right back after this song. Please enjoy. Raw by Katy Perry, as requested by one of our awesome Joeys who's on the line right now. Hello, Joeys. Welcome back on air. <laughs> it's so brilliant that we've been able to to have you on our radio show. Um, Tori's got some questions for you now. Hi, Cubs. How are you going? You good? Awesome. That's good. <laughs> okay, so um, like a lot of us in the country, um, Joey's has been going online. So would you like to tell us a bit about what you've been doing online, the sort of activities, games, that sort of thing? Aurora, do you want to say, do you want to tell Tori what he's been doing when we're I've doing Scotty? Playing games. Uh huh. What sort of games have you been playing? Tag. Tag. Tag online. How do you do tag at Joey's at home? A scavenger hunt. <gasps> that A sounds scavenger. pretty cool. So what sort of Hide things do you seek. find? Hide and seek. Oh, that's awesome. Brilliant. Hide and seek. We like doing a lot of games. Excellent. Like, and Joey's, I like putting stuff on my face. Like, <laughs> I love that. Like, I would do it right now. It's like a single phone. Okay, awesome. And and we heard that you're doing Joey's tomorrow. So would you like to tell us yep. what you're doing tomorrow? Theo. Theo, what are we doing tomorrow? One of your favourite, favourite things. Yes. What are we doing tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> we were just talking about it. I don't know. Oh, we're making pizza. 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 That's delicious. That's a great activity you can do at home with Joey's, isn't it? So, what's your favourite thing to put on pizza? What's your favourite pizza ingredient? Yeah, Olivia. 
Pepperoni. Very nice. Good choice. Did you see that? And also wanted to know, do you think it'll be a very messy night tomorrow night? Yes. It is messy. I bet your parents are going to love that. Messy, but delicious. Messy, but delicious. Absolutely. Yes, Theodore. My favourite, my favourite, um, Pizza topping is sausage and cheese. Sausage and cheese, wow. Haven't tried that combination before. That sounds interesting. I can actually make a smiley face with it. Oh, what a good idea. You should do that. Pizza artwork. Very cool. All right, Joe, it's been really lovely having you on air, but we've got to crack on with the show because we've got more guests coming up. But thank you so much for joining us, Olivia, Theodore and Aurora. I hope you had fun. Yes, we did. Excellent. No worries. See you later. Hi everyone and welcome back to Scouting Around. Um, that was just Old Town Road by Little Nas X and Savage Love as requested by our delightful Joeys on the air. Don't forget that you can ter- text directly to our studio on 0456 965 I will say that again. You can text us directly on 0456 965 or you can email us on onair at innerfm.org.au. I say again, that is onair at innerfm.org.au. Very nice. Yeah, we are back. You're listening to Scanning Around on 96.5 Inner FM. We're going to hand over to Lily now, who's joining us remotely, also with special guest Leah. Hi, everyone. I'm, yeah, I'm joining Scouting Around today from home via Zoom, which is pretty exciting. It's a lovely day and I'm so happy to be on the show um, from home today. Um, it was great to hear from the Joeys. Um, for those who don't know, Joeys is the youngest section of Scouts and they start at just five years old. So it's pretty incredible that we can get them onto the radio show and hear about all the fun activities and games they've been up to recently. Um, I'm joined by Leah Gibson. Hi, Leah. Thank you for joining us today. Hi. Wow. What a topic to follow with some joeys there. I am (laughs) not as adorable or funny, so let's see how this goes. (laughs) No, we're looking forward to hearing from you. So Leah is not only the rover advisor to my rover crew, um, but she's also got a role on the state team. She is our Victorian State Commissioner International, um, which although may have been a bit of a quiet role recently, doesn't mean that she's been any less active in Scouts in the past year or so. So Leah, to start off, can you give us an idea of what your scouting journey has been like? What section did you start in and which scout group? Things like that. Absolutely. Um, So this is going to sound like I made a whole lot of scout groups close because a lot of groups that I've been through no longer exist, but I swear it wasn't me. It's just (laughs) that I'm old. Um, So I started as a cub in 13th Malvern um, and then I moved to a group called 8th Camberwell South, which doesn't exist anymore, but is a great storage uh, room for some costumes from what I understand now. I did scouts in Queensland for a little while and I found that really interesting. Everyone had the same scarf and as a kid that was the most confusing thing in the world to me. But yeah, we all had the same green scarf up there. It was really cool but interesting. Um, So then I came back and I joined um, 
8th Campbell South again and then I came back to a group that <coughs> was at the time called First Campbell South but it's now uh, Glen Iris and so I did Ventures and Rovers there. I was then a Joey leader for a little bit at Hartwell Joey's and then I became a Ventura leader for 10 years at uh, First City of Camberwell. Um, throughout that, I did a whole lot of Camberwell Showtime, which was a big part of my scouting journey. And I moved on to become the district leader development for the brand new group, a uh, uh, brand new district Yarra, which is in uh, Melbourne um, around Clifton Hill and Carlton, etc. And now I am the State Commissioner International for Victoria. And as Lily said, I'm a Rover Advisor with Dudagala. That is a pretty incredible story. Thanks for sharing that with us. You've really been through every stage of scouting other than Joey's, you know, starting in Cubs and working your way up and, and then yeah. into And I'm old enough, there wasn't that many Joey's around when I started. It wasn't very common in many uh, groups. So, yeah. alas. And you've also had kind of um, a, a nationwide view of scouting as well, having done that up in Queensland. So that's pretty awesome. Um, thank you for sharing that with us. So your role on the Victorian State team, what does that involve in a usual year? Well, that's a great question, Lily, because I haven't yet had a usual year, so I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, I started this job in, I think it was about April last year. So it was right as we we're at the stage where we we're like, oh, no, look, we'll probably be able to travel by the end of 2020 and it's fine. Um, obviously, that's not how things have worked out. Uh, but my role, even if we can't go anywhere, it's all about encouraging uh, elements of international into our programs. So at the moment, that's probably at the scout hall or even from home. Um, we're working on some things like challenge cards to help give program ideas to groups on what they could be doing. Um, then it's also um, things like events and contingents. So heading off to Moots, World Jamborees, uh, Candesteg, or there's also friendship tours, which are the tours that are put on by individual groups or groups of people together. So our Rover crew might decide they want to take a trip to New Zealand and that would count as a branch friendship tour. So I help oversee those. And the, one of the other things we look after, I believe you were involved in Lily, which is the Scout Exchange Program. Yeah, it was. That was an amazing, it's been a highlight of my scouting journey so far. So I'm really just like so grateful that that's something Scouts offers. Um, it's a pretty I, cool opportunity. Yeah, I didn't know about friendship tours though. That's exciting. Maybe. Yeah, so they're, um, they're a pretty cool opportunity. There's um, groups that regularly go to uh, different countries that they've sort of partnered with. Um, I know that there's a group that quite often goes to East Timor or Timor-Leste. Um, there's a group that have done uh, trips to base camp in Nepal. So there's lots of different options. Whatever people can think of basically can be incorporated into scouting. Wow. And then while my role's been a little bit quiet, I've been working on the uh, Better World Framework, which is about bringing the sustainable development goals into scouting. Oh, yes, we've heard a lot about the sustainable development goals recently and um, some stuff leading up to the UN Climate Conference, which is um, pretty exciting and to know that scouts have been involved in that. So, yeah, that's an, that's an awesome role to have in the interim period while international things are a little bit slow at the moment. 
So Leah, another question for you. Um, considering you've been very involved with uh, state happenings lately, can you tell us what events can Scouts of all ages be looking forward to at the moment? What's coming up soon? Well, I'm going to tell you about some that are a little bit further in the future, but there's some international events that you can start to get excited about now. Wow. Um, which is very cool that it's something we can start to be a little bit optimistic about. So next year we have the 80th New Zealand moot. So that's for Rovers, obviously. Um, and we're advertising for contingent later at the moment. So if anyone's keen, there's still time. I think it might be till today though. Um, we also in 2023 have two huge events happening. There's going to be World Scout Jamboree in South Korea. So that's a super exciting opportunity and the um, KISC centenary trip. So uh, the Candestag International Scout Centre in Switzerland Ooh, is yeah. celebrating 100 years and we're sending a whole lot of people over. That's very exciting. Do you know how many people we're expecting to send to that? Um, I actually don't, that's a great question. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think it's gonna be very popular. So it's something people need to keep an eye out for now because um, I believe applications are gonna be opening soon-ish. And if you wanna get in there, you need to make sure you get onto it fast because everyone's talking about it. Yeah, I know I've definitely been following it on their social medias. You can find them on Facebook. I'm um, getting very excited. So I'm definitely optimistic. It's keeping me going at the moment, looking forward to that. Going to Candesteg for the first time in Switzerland. So I'm very excited for that. Awesome. It's nice to know that while we may be in lockdown in various parts of Australia at the moment, there's, you know, there's a shining light at the end of the tunnel. There's still some incredible events lined up. There is. And I would recommend, even if you can't go anywhere at the moment, bringing those elements into your program. So even activities like international food nights or playing games from other countries can encourage learning and research and just um, an interest in travelling overseas eventually. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's amazing when we can realise that scouting is a worldwide movement. I know when I was lucky enough to go on my scout exchange, I saw scouting happening in Denmark. And I know Lawrence has actually been to Candesteg and he spent three months at least there. And he would have um, not only witnessed scouting in Switzerland, but also how scouting from all over the world um, works and the different cultures and the different kind of aspects of scouting life, which is pretty awesome. Um, so Leah, how else have you been involved in scouts? You've obviously had quite an active scouting career. Tell us more about it. Um, well, a huge part of my scout life would have been Campwell Showtime. So I was involved in Showtime for around about 20 years. Oh. Um, yeah, too long. <laughs> no, it's, it's fantastic. Um, and I think that's where I learned a lot of my um, like just the skills I bring to life, like the organisation skills, uh, the leadership skills. It's something I still will talk about in my resume. Um, I was on the production team and I was in charge of the dramatic elements of the show for a while. And I just think it's something that, even though it's, you know, about singing and dancing and acting, it really embodies the scout spirit of learning and youth-led adult supported. So that's been a huge part of my life and where a lot of my very good friends are from. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, I did Canberra Showtime for a year and I definitely, I agree with what you were saying there. Like it is, it's a show, it's a performance, it's singing, it's dancing and acting, but it's also just community and 
going there every Saturday for, you know, eight hours or something ridiculously <laughs> long rehearsals like that. But you get to have dinner and, you know, it's hundreds of scouts and leaders all in the same room kind of celebrating what we do best, which is scouting and having a good time. So, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. What kind of um, responsibilities did you have as uh, part of the production team? Uh, so I mainly worked on the acting side of things because if you've heard me sing, you would be like, that's good, you should keep acting, Leah. And I can barely do a great vibe. Um, so I helped with encouraging people. A lot of it was building confidence in young people um, and encouraging them to, you know, very basic steps, speak so the audience can hear them. And then for some of our more talented actors or more experienced, uh, working to really convey emotions through their characters and stuff. But it's all about working together and building confidence and it's that teamwork element. So I think I worked as a bit of a mentor in that sort of space as well to the younger production team. That sounds really enjoyable to be able to be that mentor support kind of person for the youngers and the other people on the production team. Sounds lovely. I think that's why I've come back and um, become your rover advisor, Lily. It's Aww. missing working directly with young people in my uh, district and state roles. I was like, no, I would like to actually be working directly with young people. That's the point of Scouts. Nice. Uh, so that's why I've come back to you. Oh, that's lovely to hear. That's very nice. Um, I know, actually speaking of Campbell Showtime, that because their uh, dates have been once again pushed back, they are taking new auditions from people. Um, so the way Campbell Showtime works is anyone who auditions gets in. So if you are interested in having a bit of a sing and a dance or maybe acting's more your thing, you can jump online, find Campbell Showtime. They're taking new cast members for their shows in November is exciting but Leah are you plugging everything thank you ah yes well while I'm at it you should also have a look at the Bogong Rover Chalet you know bookings for that will open early next year get in quick because the spots fill up quick and the Bogong Rover Chalet that's the place to be <laughs> I love it uh, but back to you Leah what would you say out of all the incredible things you've been involved in what's your favorite thing about scouting so my favourite thing about scouting isn't necessarily like something I've done. I think my favourite thing about scouting is that you don't have to be good at scouts. Like a lot of kids stop sport because they're not going to be really elite at it or you stop doing gymnastics because you're not heading to the Olympics. But I just love that scouting is all about doing your best and it's there for everyone to just give it a go and there's no reason to stop if you're not doing the right badges or whatever there's lots of opportunities for everyone so I think that's what I love about scouting yeah that's lovely I would definitely agree with that and I've never really viewed it in exactly that way before so thank you for sharing that shed some new light onto articulating what it is that we all love about scouts um, I know just the other day our Rover crew was having a conversation about how each of us really appreciate different aspects of scouting. So some of us really love just the social side of it, rocking up every week and getting to spend that quality time with our friends that we've known since Cubs and even Joey's in some cases, whereas, you know, others of us really like to get involved and, um, you know, run courses or do badge work. But, you know, there's something for everyone. So if badge work isn't your thing, that it doesn't matter you can still be an active part of the scouting community Absolutely. thank you for that with us that's a very nice sentiment to carry on with us 
So another final question for you. How would you say that your involvement with scouting has impacted you and contributed to your broader life? It's so interesting. I've had this conversation with a friend a few times where we talk about the skills that scouts have given us that you don't even realise it's given you. Like I'll be in the workforce and I'll be able to put together a run sheet for an event because I know how to do that from programming a night for cubs. And that's something I've been able to do since I was a venturer. And there's so many skills that you gain that you don't even think of as skills. And you go, of course I can organise a camp for a weekend for 40 people. Is that not normal? (laughs) And apparently it's not normal. (laughs) So I think that's just so valuable to, to be able to have the confidence to do those things and be able to do them at such a young age and that Scouts trust you to do that has really helped me um, have confidence in things in my work life. And then I couldn't possibly uh, not say that all the fantastic friends I have from Scouts have been one of the key things that I've taken away. I'm much closer to people from Scouts than I am to anyone I went to high school with. Um, My partner, I sort of met through Scouting. So I think those friendships are really the key to how it's impacted my life. Hi, Wombat, if you're still listening. A little bit of a shout out there. That's such a lovely sentiment, Leah. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and for being on the show with us today, for joining us on Zoom on this lovely sunny Sunday. We're going to hand it back now to the studio, to Lawrence and Tori. Thanks for having us. That was really awesome. Thanks, Lily and Leah, for jumping on Zoom from home and um, giving us a bit of insight into, Leah, what your scouting journey has been like. It's been awesome. So... Thanks for bringing up that with us onto Scouting Around. Hey, we're going to go to a quick song now. It's uh, a throwback. Uh, number two in the hottest 100 of... Uh, uh, oh, God, I think this is 2014. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, the hottest 100 of 2014. Number two, um, Royals by Lords, a New Zealand classic. Scouting Around! Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Scouting Around. Um, we just had Royals by Lord. What a throwback. Um, absolutely. I, I, I rem- I'm getting throwbacks to memories of year six. Liz. Yeah, and also just like camps that I went on as a young scout and just like hanging out at the rave with all the cool kids and listening to tunes like that. So um, it's actually really fun to be able to bring them on air. Absolutely. Um, up now we have um, James um, from the Pride Committee talking about We're at Purple Day, which will be on the 27th of August. Um, which is... That's yeah, next Friday, I think. It yeah. is, it is, I think, yeah. So James will be giving a, a recorded chat about that. Yeah, enjoy, and um, maybe it'll help answer some questions for you about how to support LGBTIQA plus scouts Absolutely. in your group. Hello, I'm James, and I'm a member of the Scouts Victoria Pride Committee, here to talk to you a bit about We're at Purple Day. Wear at Purple Day is a day which celebrates LGBTQIA people. It is on the 27th of August. It was formed in 2010 when many stories from LGBTQIA surrounding bullying, harassment and discrimination due to queer phobia came out. Wear at Purple Day was founded by Catherine Hudson and Scott Williams and has since become an international movement centred around support, acceptance and celebration of LGBTQIA individuals. On Wear at Purple Day, 
people, unsurprisingly, wear purple, and this is to show support. The reason purple is worn is because on the LGBTQIA flag, the rainbow one, purple signifies spirit, and Wear It Purple Day celebrates the spirit of LGBTQIA people and encourages them to keep going. So I've had a few questions as well. Do I need to be part of the LGBTQIA community to wear purple? No, definitely not. Um, it's very helpful when straight allies wear purple to show support um, because we can we can't work towards um, a future where all LGBTQIA people are celebrated by everyone unless we have support from people who aren't part of the community. As a leader, what are some ways I can make rainbow youth feel comfortable in my group? Um, so, some things you can do. Um, I have activities to introduce pronouns, uh, gender neutral toilets if possible, being a good role model um, and call out homophobic bullying. Uh, ways in which you can introduce pronouns is maybe have a conversation with your unit about what they are um, and why people might have different ones um, and how it makes people feel more comfortable. Um, gender neutral toilets um, would be very helpful, especially for gender non-conforming youth. Um, sometimes um, there might be trans kids or non-binary um, kids as well um, who don't feel comfortable using either the female or male toilets. Um, so this um, introduces um, a more comfortable solution for them. Um, be a good role model. Uh, make sure that you're setting the right example. So um, kind of obvious, just make sure you don't say anything homophobic or transphobic. Um, but if sometimes that does happen and you just didn't realise, just make sure you're educating yourself um, on why what was said was wrong um, and make sure you make people, make people in the unit know why it's wrong as well. Uh, what is outing someone and how can I avoid it? So outing someone is where you tell other people um, someone else is an LGBTQIA plus member um, without their approval. Um, now this, this can be dangerous because sometimes people are in family situations or social settings where it's dangerous or just uncomfortable for them to come out and they just want that to be kept secret. Um, so make sure you don't out someone. Uh, how you can avoid it, just make sure if someone comes out to you or you find out that someone um, is LGBT, um, just make sure you're having a conversation with them um, to make sure that, um, that you're not telling people that they don't want you to. Um, some questions you might be able to use is, can I tell your parents? Or what are you okay with me doing to help you? Um, this includes a youth member's parents in scouting. Um, please don't tell a youth member's parents that they are LGBT if you find out they are without first talking to them about it. Um, and only tell the parents or have a conversation with them if the youth member is okay with that to happen. What are pronouns and how do I make my non-rainbow youth comfortable with using the right ones? So I think here, a lot of it is just education. Um, 
people might be uncomfortable with it at start because they don't understand why we have pronouns. Um, but the funny thing is everyone has pronouns. Um, it's not just an LGBT thing. Um, so once they learn that, just explain that, you know, sometimes different people might have different pronouns and that's okay. That's just a way that they want people to refer to them. Um, and have them practice because if people practice pronouns, they get better at it and it doesn't become as uncomfortable um, as they might first feel. Are there any events or groups that leaders and youth can join in to support diversity inclusion in scouting? Yes, so there is the Diversity and Inclusion Council and there is also Midsummer Pride March. So I am on the um, Pride March committee um, for this year. It was a really great um, uh, environment um, and experience. I've met some great people who I, I call really good friends now. Um, and it's a great way to become more informed um, and be more exposed um, to diversity. Um, and finally, if a youth member needs help, who can they turn to for support? Um, who should I contact for support? So you can contact the State Commissioner for Diversity and Inclusion um, at this email address, sc.diversity at scoutsvictoria.com.au. There is also Minus 18. Um, this is a very uh, well-known one. You might have heard of it. Um, it's a charity organisation for LGBTQIA plus youth. Um, there are workshops and seminars for workplaces and schools. Um, and you can contact them at 1-800-55-1800. Um, Headspace, this is um, LGBTQIA plus friendly youth support and counselling. Uh, a really, another really good one to contact um, at 1-800-650-890. Uh, QLife, Australia-wide peer support for LGBTQIA plus people. Um, and you can contact them at 1-800-184-527. Um, and as always, there is Lifeline. Um, this is a crisis support helpline. Yes, so um, youth um, and leaders who may be finding stuff difficult, um, this is a really helpful one to get in contact with. Um, and you can contact them at 13 11 14. Thanks for having me. Scouting around! Hi, uh, welcome back. Um, thank you, James, for that awesome piece. Um, that definitely did shed some light on how we can support the LGBTI uh, community. Um, just a reminder for everyone, uh, Wear It Purple Day is the 27th of August this year. Um, so don't forget to accessorize with purple you know, wristbands, ribbons, whatever, um, just and show your support, uh, especially as leaders to your youth. They need that support. Um, also, on online for leaders who want to be more familiar with um, diversity in their in their group as a as a whole, there is a diversity and inclusion module. So we definitely re recommend you do that.
For sure. And it really equips you with the tools to be able to talk to your youth members about, um, you know, how, how they feel about themselves and um, whether or not they're, they're sort of comfortable with their gender identity or sexuality. And Absolutely. And it helps them feel yeah. more comfortable in their group as well, knowing that they are supported and they're in a safe environment. Mm. And such a formative time in someone's life, you know, just to have someone out there that's um, that's you know, we'll give them the time of day and, and we'll we'll support them. It's really nice to have. So um, good on you leaders for being good, positive role models for people and, and being supportive. And, and we hope that you enjoy Wear It Purple Day as much as I know our youth members will. Of course. And thank you, James, as well, for that awesome piece. Yeah, that was really good. Um, thanks also to Lily, who was on with us earlier on Zoom, um, who gave us a bit of an interview with... Um, the beautiful Leah Gibson, who's our State Commissioner for International. Obviously not doing a lot of international stuff at the moment, but planning for some amazing stuff in the future and also for some cool scouting at home programs. That's pretty much all we've got time for today, scouting around on 96.5 Inner FM. It's been really great to have you on air. Also, thanks, before I forget, thank you to the Joeys who joined us before, Aurora, Theodore and Olivia. Um, you're, all three of you are brilliant, and I hope you enjoy doing Joeys online for a little bit longer, and hopefully we can get back to in-person activities um, with Takawara up at Ingleburn Scout Group and you can go on your first ever Joey camp. That would be brilliant. And maybe um, whilst the rest of us are online as well, even trying out some of the games that Joey's were suggesting, like hide and seek, scavenger hunts, making pizza. For sure, yeah. I think I'm going to try pizza at home with my Joey's at some point because that sounds brilliant. Are you going to try the sausage and cheese, Lawrence? Not me in particular, but I reckon it's a good one to like decorate a pizza with or at least like any toppings. You can just sort of like mix and match, make Absolutely. a little, little scene on your pizza. The real question is pineapple on pizza or not? Ah, <laughs> now this is a real debate, <laughs> isn't it? Um, I'm not really a pineapple person. Uh, what about you? Pineapple, yeah. Pineapple, <laughs> always. Mm. It's just like something, like I do like sweet and savoury things together, but um, I don't know, it's just too juicy to be on like a, a dry pizza crust. I don't know. That's just me and my brain and <laughs> my taste palette. All right. Um, yeah, we need to uh, stop talking about pineapple and pizza and uh, get out of the studio because up next, it's uh, That's Entertainment with Kevin Trask. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on Scouting Around. We're going to leave you with this last one, Echo Beach by Martha and the Muffins, absolute classic favourite of mine. We hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday and thanks for listening. <laughs>